بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد وآله الطيبين الطاهرين لا سيما بقية الله في الأرضين جل الله تعالى فرجه الشريف اللهم أخرجني من ظلمات الوهم وأكرمني بنور الفهم اللهم افتح علينا أبواب رحمتك وانشر علينا خزائن أولمك برحمتك يا رحمة آخر We continue our discussion about karama and as you remember we said Ayatollah Mutahari Rahmatullah Alayh has the idea that this is the central value in Islamic ethics so we wanted to see why it is so important what are different aspects of karama and then what is the relation between this and truthfulness which we said for us that is the central value we talked about the concept of izza and also karam in the quran and the last ayah that we talked about was Verse 18 of Surah Hajj. وَمَنْ يُحِنَ اللَّهِ فَمَا لَهُ مِنْ Whoever is humiliated by Allah, means his honor has been taken away by Allah, there is no one to honor him. As I said, there is only one supplier of honor. If he doesn't supply you with honor, then there is no one else to give you honor. Because we have very limited time, so there are some aspects of this discussion that I don't discuss. If you are interested, you refer to Ramazan lectures, Dignity in Islam. What I want to mention is, first, a quick review of those beings or realities that in the Quran, Allah says they have honor they are dignified they are honored by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and then we come to human beings how we can add to our honor for example Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says about the angels chapter 21 verse 26 and 27 وَقَالُوا اتَّخَذَ الرَّحْمَانُ وَلَدًا سُبْحَانَهُ بَلْ عِبَادٌ مُكْرَمُونَ They said that God has adopted children because, the, you know, the pagans had the idea that the angels are like children for God. Allah says, Subhana, may he be glorified. بَلْ عِبَادٌ مُكْرَمُونَ They are servants of God. They are created by God. And they are mukramun. What does it mean? It means they are honored. They have karama. لَا يَسْبِقُونَهُ بِالْقَوْلِ وَهُمْ بِأَمْرِهِ يَعْمَلُونَ They never precede Allah in His word. 
and they always act according to Allah's command, Allah's instruction. So they are obedient to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they have this karama. Or for example, in chapter 51, verse 24, Hal ataka hadithu dhayf Ibrahim al-mukramin? Has the story, the news of the guests of Ibrahim reached you? The quality of those guests was that they were mukram. You know, the angels who went to Ibrahim salam, and they had conversation about the people of Lut and also Ibrahim having a child. So Allah says, Zayfu Ibrahim al-Mukramin. Again, the angels here are Mukram. So one group of realities that have been honored by Allah and their honor is recognized in the Quran is angels okay so it's a, it means it's a very good quality because it's something that angels have another thing is about the people who go to heaven they are also mukram for example chapter 37 verses 39 to 43 وَمَا تُجْزَوْنَ إِلَّا مَا كُنْتُمْ تَعْمَلُونَ إِلَّا عِبَادَ اللَّهِ الْمُخْلَسِينَ You will not be rewarded except what you have been doing. Anything that you do is based on what, uh, uh, sorry, any reward that you would receive is based on what you have been doing. Your reward is based on what you have been doing. Except مُخْلَسِين مُخْلَسِين They would not be given proportionate to what they have done. You remember we talked about muqarrabin? We said muqarrabin are not given proportionate to what they have done. Means it goes beyond the relation of an employee and employer. So, أُولَٰئِكَ لَهُمْ رِزْقٌ مَعْلُومٌ so those mukhlasin, when they go to heaven, they would have sustenance, they would have fruits, and Allah says they are mukram. Mukram means they are honored. So like angels, they are mukram. Or in chapter 70, verse 25, jannatin mukramun. So, it's a quality of the angels, it's a quality of those who go to heaven. It means it's very good quality. Okay? Another thing that we find in the Quran is that the prophets, the messengers, are also mukram or karim. Mukram is esma maf'ul, means honored, respected. Karim means honorable. It's sifat mushabbah. You know the difference between 
اسم مفعول ان صفت مشبه یا both have the quality but اسم مفعول shows that it has been given by someone else for example لقول رسول کریم chapter 81 verse 19 or chapter 69 verses 40 and 41 إنهو لقول رسول کریم وما هو بقول شاعر قليلا ما تؤمنون Rasul Karim. Sometimes Rasul Karim, maybe it is said it refers to Jibra'il, but sometimes it may be referred to Prophet Muhammad as Rasul Karim. So if it is Prophet Muhammad وسلم, then this shows that uh, Rasul also is Karim. Of course, we know that Rasulullah is Karim, but I'm just talking about the interpretation of the ayah. Another case is about Prophet Musa. Definitely, uh, you also uh, remember the story of uh, Bani Israel. Bani Israel, unfortunately, they didn't believe. Maybe some of them believed, but many of them they didn't believe in Rasulullah. So, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, they were tested also in the time of Musa alayhi salam and in the time of Fir'aun, they were tested. وَلَقَدْ فَتَنَّا قَبْلَهُمْ قَوْمَ فِرْعَوْنَ وَجَاءَهُمْ رَسُولٌ كَرِيمٌ that Rasul Karim, that in the time of Fir'aun came, was Musa alayhi salam. And Allah is telling this to the Bani Israel that in the past, for example, also they were tested. So a messenger is also Karim. Angels are Karim. People of heaven are Karim. And then we have also Akram. You all know the ayah. إِنَّ أَكْرَمَكُمْ إِنَّ اللَّهَ أَتْقَاكُمْ The most honorable among you in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are those who have more piety. They are more pious. So it means that مُتَّقِينَ are kareem and those who are more pious are akram. Yeah? So مُتَّقِ is kareem and أَتْقَى is akram. Okay? So, these are the people that, or beings that Allah says they have been honored. But then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in a very general way, He says, He has honored all children of Adam. Okay? لَقَدْ كَرَّمْنَا بَنِي Adam. We have honored all children of Adam. In Ramadan lectures, I have mentioned about 10 aspects of this karama. We don't want to repeat now. We don't have time. 10 aspects of human beings being honored and dignified by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Even 
Satan, maybe when he was very angry, he said to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is uh, uh, in Surah Isra, verse 60 and 61. You know, because he was very angry, he was referring to Adam being honored. He says, the ayah starts like this. وَإِذْ غُلْنَا لِلْمَلَائِكَةِ اسْجُدُوا لِآدَمِ فَسَجَدُوا إِلَّا إِبْلِيسِ Angels did sajda, Iblis refused. Of course, Iblis was not a malaika, one of the malaika, was not an angel, but was with them because of long, you know, years of ibadah. قَالَ Then the Satan started defending his mistake unfortunately to make mistake i am not saying it's okay there are mistakes that we shouldn't make some mistakes are maybe not avoidable but many mistakes are avoidable but to defend your mistake that's not acceptable at all so he defended his mistake should I do sajda for something that you have created from clay? Okay? So, this was the arrogance. Then he said, قَالَ أَرَأَيْتَكَ هَذَا الَّذِي كَرَّمْتَ عَلَيَّ لَإِنْ then he warned and made a threat. Okay? He said to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that this person that you have honored him over me, karamta alayya, you have preferred him over me. This person, if you leave me be alive till the day of judgment, I am going to destroy him and misguide him and his progeny. Of course, he didn't say him. He said his progeny. I'm going to misguide children of Adam, human beings. Only very few will be saved. So this is the way he was threatening Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But you see, he was very kind of uh, I don't know, offended that Allah asked him to do sajda for Adam. This is the arrogance that when you feel you are more important and then you see that person that you have jealousy towards him has been promoted, then you become jealous and you can even start fighting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Sometimes people who are jealous, when they see someone has a good quality, they question Allah's justice. They question Allah's wisdom. You know, say, why you have given this person that much? I was better. Why you didn't give him? And unfortunately, the Quran says that <clears throat> to some extent, shaitan was successful. 
The Quran says that لَقَدْ صَدَّقَ عَلَيْهِمْ إِبْلِيسُ The opinion that shaitan had about children of Adam became true. فَاتَّبَعُوهُ إِلَّا فَرِيقًا مِنَ الْمُؤْمَنِينَ Except some mu'mineen, they followed him, unfortunately. So, this is about human beings being in general honored by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we have certain realities like angels, like people of heaven, like pious people who are honored. We have all human beings being honored by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But what we want to know is how as a moral achievement you can become kareem. This is our discussion. And this is why I didn't discuss those things that much because I want to focus on this. We are not talking about people of heaven because that is after akhlaq. <laughs> yeah? In heaven we don't need that akhlaq, we need it in dunya. So we want to see what can we do now to become kareem, to become dignified and honorable, okay? With some survey, we can find out that in our hadith, there are few qualities which are related to honor. And this is very important for our discussion because we want to see how there is a system in an Islamic value system that everything comes in a hierarchy. One of the things that we find in our hadith is related to karama or to honor and those people who are honorable they have, those people who have makaramul akhlaq as we talk they have is that they are very loyal. They are loyal. If they make a promise, they will keep their promise. They will never you know, break it. They will never disappoint you. Amirul Mu'mineen alayhi salam said, al karimu the person who has karama, has honor, whenever he makes a promise, he keeps it. But if he threatens, if he promises to do a bad thing, you know, for example, he promises to punish you if you do something wrong. Afa. He forgives. You know, in Arabic, we have va'ad and va'id. Yeah? Sometimes you promise to do something good. For example, you say, if you get good result, I buy a bicycle for you. If you are kareem, you should keep your promise. Or you say, you know, for example, I will, for example, I don't know, come and see you. You should keep your promise. But if you say, if you do something bad, I am going to punish you. Then Karim may not do it, may not punish, may forgive. Unless, of course, there are other reasons. You know, sometimes if you forgive, that the person becomes worse. Uh, 
But what is important is that Karim has no insistence as far as he is concerned. Okay? It's not that because I said I'm going to punish him now, I have the right to punish him and I must punish him so that I can satisfy my anger. Karim is not like this. Is it clear? Al-Karim, إِذَا وَعَدَهُ وَفَى وَإِذَا تَوَعَدَهُ عَفَى In another hadith, Amir al-Mu'mini said, مِنَ الْكَرَمِ الْوَفَاءُ Dhimma means a kind of covenant, a kind of treaty that you commit yourself to. Karim is the one that when he commits himself to something, when he subscribes to something, he says, you know, I will do it. You can count on me. Then he would not betray, he would not, you know, let you down. Okay? Vad is one way. Good question. A very good question. Vad is one way. For example, I say to my child, if you get good result, I buy a bicycle for you. Zimma is a covenant, can be between two or three or more parties that we make a kind of contract between us, a kind of agreement that everyone is responsible to do something and then other people also are responsible. Okay? For example, you know, we have Ahle Zimma because they were making a contract with the Muslim government that, for example, you provide us with security, with safety, all the public services. We also pay tax. A special tax, which is, you know, the, uh, that they have to pay. The jizya that they have to pay. So, zimma is like this. One of the things that in uh, moral philosophy, even in the Western ethics, you know, they discuss and they say it's very, very important value is this loyalty or this trustworthiness. It's very important. And there is a discussion there about the way language works. Some people believe that language works because we have promised each other, or there is a kind of themma between us, that we use these words when we mean this meaning. Otherwise, language cannot work. You know how English works, or any language? It can only work if we keep our promise that when I say, for example, I am going, means I am going. But if I say I am going, but I use it in the way that I didn't promise to use it, then we cannot speak to each other. Yeah? If someone says, I am going, and then you don't know whether he's going or he's not going, <laughs> maybe he's coming. So, so the language cannot work. So language is based on loyalty and trustworthiness. Some people say it's based on truthfulness. 
that when we say something, we mean it. Inshallah, we will explain that these are uh, correlated. Another quality of honorable people is that they forgive when people wrong them. You remember we said makarmul akhlaq. One of the things about makarmul akhlaq was man haramak, salman qata'ak. Yes? Someone who has abandoned you, you visit him. Someone who didn't help you, you help him. Someone who has wronged you, you do good to him. Amirul Mu'minin alayhi salam says, Man lam yujaze al isa'ata bil ihsan. Isa'a means doing bad to someone. Ihsan means to do good. Amirul Mu'minin says, if you don't respond those who have wronged you by doing good to them you are not caring you are not honorable okay it's not doing good to what for example to good that people have done to you unfortunately even people do bad to the people who have done good to them but Karim is the one not only does good to the people who have done good to him, he does good to the people who have done bad to him. This is Karim. means Karim is a person who has control over his emotions. Unfortunately, sometimes we have this bad pro uh, habit, this problem that if someone 20 years ago did something wrong to us, we are still remember. You must forgive and indeed you must forget. Yeah, Forgetting is better than forgiving. Because if you just forgive and remember, still there is a kind of negativity here. You must forget it. Karim forgets. Even many things that people take it as offense, Karim doesn't take it as offense. So even he doesn't feel that he was wronged. You know? For example, I have come a few times to your home. You have never come to my home. Some people say, okay, I never going, I'm never going to visit him. This is bad. Some people say, I'm going to forgive him. Some people say, I forget it. But some people never notice this. This is much better. You, you don't think about these issues. I don't have time to think whether he came to visit me or I, did I went to visit him. Our life is more important than these things. Yeah? Did he, did he say salam to me or I said salam to him? It's not important. This must not be in your mind. Who said you know, this to you? Who did this? What gift you take to them when they had wedding and what gift they brought to you? These things you have to forget. Yeah? It's difficult for sisters to forget, but <laughs> at least don't take it as offense. So it's something that we should not even think about it. Okay? So Karim is the one that 
would not take many things that other people take as offense, he doesn't take it as offense. You know, some people are very suspicious, you know, to say, when he did this, he meant something bad. You don't know. I know him. He meant something bad. But don't think about this, Jew. This uh, poem is beautiful. It's attributed to Amir al-Mu'mineen. وَلَقَدْ أَمُرُّ عَلَى اللَّئِيمَ يَسُمْبُنِي Sometimes I pass by a mean person and he is swearing at me. He is doing, you know, saying bad things. فَمَذَيْتُ سَمَّتَ قُلْتُ لَا يَعْنِينِي I don't stop and start fighting with him. I pass by him and say he didn't mean me. He meant someone else. He says, I know that he is, you know. So sometimes it's better not to understand. And if you understood, just ignore. It's better to pretend that you didn't understand. Even uh, once I told in a meeting we had here, actually, it's sometimes important to show that you didn't understand. Because if you say that you understood, then sometimes you endorse it. So it's better just to show that you didn't understand. Okay. Uh, one more hadith and we finish. Amir al says, Al-Mubadaratu ilal-af min akhlaq al-kiram. Mubadara means to do quickly. Yeah, Mubadara means you take the initiative and go and forgive. Don't wait for people to come and ask for forgiveness. This is very bad. That I wait for people to come and embarrass themselves and say, please forgive me. Then I say, let me think about it. Mm-hmm. It's very bad. If the person come and said, forgive me, don't think about it. Accept it. But it's better that even you don't wait for that. So, al-mubadara means you take the initiative, go quickly to forgive. Al-mubadara to ilal-af min akhlaq al-kiram. Al-mubadara to ilal-intiqam min shiyam al-liam. But those people who go for revenge and retaliation, this is one of the characteristics of people who are la'im, mean. La'im is mean. You know, they are very low in character. So, in Islam, we should forgive. Of course, there can be exceptions. Okay? For example, someone has occupied our country. You cannot forgive him. Okay? This is an exception. But generally speaking, we have to forgive. 90% of time we can forgive. Maybe there are cases that is... Something that it is not my right to forgive. Yeah? Some people have killed another people and we say, forgive them. It's not your right to forgive. You can forgive them if they killed your parents and children. You cannot ask other people to forgive. So, there are exceptions. But as a general quality, a mu'min who is honorable would try to be forgiving and even not noticing the bad things that people may do unintentionally or anyway they are 
we are all, you know, full of problems. Yeah? We are not ma'asum. So we shouldn't take it more seriously. Someone has bad, for example, habits in certain areas. I am also having bad habits in other areas, maybe. So we shouldn't take it too seriously. Unless, as I said, for example, it's something great or something which is going to continue and expand. So we have to stop that person. But still, it's better that in your heart you forgive the person. Even if you are going to stop him, it's better to forgive that person. Inshallah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also will forgive us. They should forgive. Don't they like Allah forgives them? If you like Allah forgive you, you should also forgive. وآخر دعوانا أن الحمد لله رب العالمين